All right, good morning, everyone. Today is Friday, uh, March 19th, 2021, and we have a fair amount of news to get to. I just wanted to say that before uh, I start, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be trying a little bit of a different schedule, uh, meaning that I'm going to be releasing the Kraken news uh, probably anywhere from one to two hours later than I normally do, just to let uh, everyone kind of get a chance to listen to it throughout the day and all that instead of pumping out you know the news episode then a couple hours later the um, the main episode so what i'm going to be doing is i'm going to be releasing this a little bit later in the day closer to midday uh, eastern standard time things like that and because i'm honestly trying to just balance the the time zones that everyone lives in i've been asking some of you guys uh, what your opinions would be on, on changing this up and then much later on in the day, around 5, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'll be releasing the public main episode. So we're going to try that out. But what this means, though, is that it gives me a lot more time to edit and also mainly get back to all of you in a much quicker fashion. So we'll try this out. If it doesn't work and if you guys don't like it, then I will go back to doing what I normally did before, which is getting up much earlier in the day to do the episodes. But going to sleep much earlier, uh, which would mean that I wouldn't be able to get back, get back to all of you as quickly. So let's, um, let's try this out and let's see what happens. So first off, the Federal Reserve Chair said that interest rates will remain the same probably until 2023. There was a reaction from the stock market, but I mean, what what do you expect, right? I mean, that's pretty pretty normal. I don't know what else we could we could expect from that. Uh, the next thing is that the IRS within the U.S. plans to delay ta the uh, tax filing deadline. Um, again, it, it's it's like this is all stuff, guys. Honestly, to me, it's pretty basic. It, it, what I mean by that is this: like, this should be just without a question this should be done no problem you know what i mean and the fact that there was you know a big debate over getting you know sixteen hundred dollar checks or fourteen hundred dollar checks whatever it was to people that in and of itself i know that has nothing to do with this but what i'm trying to say is that the whole system at work even here where i live in canada the same idea the whole system generally moves too slowly and i know there's a lot of moving parts a lot of different agendas a lot of lobbyists things like this but again it's just the way that it works and it's unfortunate to see but look if people get more time to file their taxes i i guess that's a good thing right but at the end of the day it's it's even it works even better for the government because then they make sure they get everything that's owed to them so anyways or at least that what they claim is owed to them but that's a different debate the next thing is that governor cuomo uh, said that biden agrees with him in refusing to resign until we see what the investigation brings look I don't I don't know how much of that was on record. I tried looking that up and things like that. Nothing was officially verified from the time that I researched this. Maybe some things have come out when I'm recording this right now, but I don't I mean look, Cuomo's just looking for any reason to not step down. He's trying to show, you know, let the investigation find. I I Cuomo to be honest with you guys, Cuomo strikes me as the kind of person that won't step down even if the investigation finds he was behaving inappropriately. But if he gets pressured, believe me, he will, right? The next thing is that a person with loaded guns and ammo uh, on, his, on his body, on his person rather, was arrested outside of the Naval Observatory. Now, I think that's the, uh, the Naval Observatory is the name of the, uh, the residence where the vice president lives, Kamala Harris. So... I mean, look, at the end of the day, we can say it was far right, we could say it was far left, that unless there's, you know, results that come out of this, it'll be hard to say. But with that being said, what we're also finding, too, is that, and I say this for both sides, by the way, the FBI, many other um, regulatory committees and institutions and agencies, believe it or not, 
are not always telling the truth and we're finding that to be the case more and more and of course you know some of you might be thinking dave you know we already know that but I'm just saying this because I'm glad that more and more people are realizing there are some instances where certain things are staged and set up. Now, I'm not saying that that is the case with this person outside of Kamala Harris's home. Not at all. I'm just saying this is a good example of how we have to be vigilant of the reports that we read from the mainstream media, right? The next thing is that uh, Peloton, which is the, um, it, it's a very popular exercise uh uh, exercise equipment company uh, is telling people to keep their kids away from a certain model a treadmill of theirs I think a treadmill or elliptical I'm not sure actually I'm not don't quote me on that but one of their exercise machine models after a um, someone's son passed away from using it I don't know the specifics what I do know is that the person who's uh, the father uh, of the son who passed away is a wealthy gentleman which is how he was able to use some of his wealth to get the word out a little bit more and I'm not trying to say because he's wealthy we shouldn't care or anything like that at the end of the day a, a human life is a human life regardless of the circumstances right it's unfortunate to hear that in this case I would dare to argue unless there are certain parts of this story that I'm missing, which I'd happy to be to stand corrected on. But I would dare to argue that the father in this case used his wealth for the better. He used his money to reach out to the press and be able to do things a little more quickly. Now, anyone can reach out to the press, by the way. In, in North America, at least, in the West, even in Europe, it seems as though anyone can reach out to the press. But when you reach out to the press and you're someone of, you know, wealth or you have money to offer the press to run a story, they will run it. You know what I mean? But in this case, we could very definitely argue this was used for a good, uh, a good reason. The next thing is that William Burns got confirmed as CIA director after Ted Cruz lifted a hold that held up the nomination. That's interesting. That's interesting as to why Ted Cruz uh, lifted the, the hold that he had. Maybe because he was the only one keeping Mr. Burns from being nominated as the director of the CIA. Could be that Cruz got lobbied, which is probably more than likely. As, as, as is always the case, whether it's the left or the right, the president will send someone on their team to go visit a senator or governor that's holding up a bill or something like this or a nomination or what have you. And they'll say, okay, you know, behind the scenes, they'll negotiate. You give us this and, or sorry, we'll give you this and you drop the hold you have on the bill. And that goes for both sides, by the way, guys. We can criticize both sides just as equally. So I'm not here to say that that's strictly a, uh, a left liberal thing in general, right? Then, or, or a right thing or a conservative thing. Uh, but it, it'll be interesting to see, by the way, William Burns, uh, how he does. I know that he served at the State Department, if I'm not mistaken, for quite some time. He never had served within the intelligence community. But again, State Department, Homeland Security, the Pentagon, CIA, there's a lot of overlapping there, right? So again, I'm not saying that that justifies him being qualified for the job, but he's one of those guys that's been there for many years. He was actually one of the diplomats that uh, President uh, or Prime Minister Netanyahu caught uh, through, his, through the Mossad intelligence that was secretly negotiating behind the scenes with Iran on the Iran nuclear deal. And actually, it was it was Mr. Burns and his other, uh, um, I guess we could say, cooperative diplomat or partner from the State Department that was quietly negotiating with Iran that Obama gave the orders to do behind Israel's back that pissed off Netanyahu. So it's interesting that uh, that Burns was, was one of the people a part of that. Again, remember, it, these are all people that have been there for a long time, by the way. They've all been in the club, so to speak, and this is what... I don't want to use the word the elites, but these are the kind of people that when we talk in the afternoon and nighttime episodes of, you know, what type of people or in the live streams when you guys ask me what kind of people would know about the top secret stuff. 
it would be these kind of people, the people like William Burns, maybe not everything, depending on how far they can be trusted. But there comes a point where, you know, polygraphs and all that do so much, only do so much. You have to then use your your gut instinct to see, can this person be trusted with this and that? Look, clearly, Mr. Burns is trusted enough to be CIA director. I know that CIA directors come and go more often than presidents do or governors or what have you. But again, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there and how he does, right? The next thing is that Biden is sending Canada 1.5 million doses of the COVID vaccine. Now, here's what's interesting, and I wanted to bring this up, not because I live in Canada and all that, but because the way right now that people that I've spoken to with both um, liberal and conservative views are viewing all of this as is that they're seeing it as Biden is sending us the stuff that they don't want. And why do we say that? Because the 1.5 million vaccines that Biden is sending us, and I say us because I live in Canada, are actually the AstraZeneca ones, which for those listening in the States, your, um, let me see here, your FDA has not approved yet. And I'm totally cool with that. But it looks like Biden's pretty much saying, look, it, on the front end, it looks good that we're helping Canada, but part of my English, we're, sell it, we're sending him the shit that we, we haven't approved yet. You know what I mean? And for people that don't follow politics closely, this looks bad. This, I mean, I've spoken to people yesterday, people that live far from me, people that live close to me, all over. I've spoken to some people all over Canada, and they all said the ones that just basically read the headlines and check the news, that don't look into things the way that, you know, myself or you guys do, they've all said to me, Dave, this doesn't look good. It looks like Biden's sending us just the crappy stuff, you know? And look, it makes a point. If it hasn't been approved by the FDA within the U.S., you know, why is he sent? But anyways, you guys know what I'm saying, right? So the next thing is that the shooter of the very unfortunate eight Asian victims had been to rehab before for sex addiction, as well as had a history of religious obsession, guilt and lust, lust meaning again, sex, sex addiction, right? So there were some people saying that, you know, he was influenced, the shooter was influenced by Trump because a handful of hours earlier, Trump went on Fox News and called the virus, the China plague and this and that. Look, we, Here's the thing. What, what I find interesting that I want to point out, because honestly, I don't give a shit. It's, it's our show. We can talk about whatever we want, right? Um, I'm not paid to, 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 to be quiet about anything, which I love. So here's the thing. If the left starts to say, because we've got to be consistent, if the left starts to say, oh, well, do you, they try to imply, well, do you notice Trump said something on Fox and then a handful of hours later, you know, this shooting happened? That is a conspiracy. That is exactly the kind of thing that the left is accusing the right of doing all the time. So if the left starts to push that narrative, my God, it'll be such a ridiculous joke. And I'm not saying this to defend the right. I'm saying this because we have to be consistent. If we're looking at this from truly a neutral angle, you guys know what I mean? A truly neutral stance. Just like I did with the Cuomo thing with, you know, Chris having his brother on. If he had him on during the good times, you got to have him on during the bad times. So if we take a look over here and we see that, you know, the left is trying to imply some conspiratorial remarks and, and insert that in, into the mainstream media... They have no right to judge the, 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 the conservative side when the conservatives try to make connections. You know what I mean? So, again, it, it's all about consistency. I'm just saying if that happens, which slowly seems to be formulating within the, the, the left, uh, the liberal side of the mainstream media, right? The next thing is that uh, Samia Hassan, excuse me, was sworn in as Tanzania's first woman president um, after the death of President John Magafuli, I think that's how his name is pronounced, which uh, his death also had mixed reactions. I believe he was 61 years old when he passed away, if I'm not mistaken. Um, look, well, 
I, I don't know much about Tanzania. I'm just doing this to report to you guys for those of you who may know some people there or have friends or family there or what have you. But And if not, it's also good to know what's going on around the world. And look, if there's a conspiracy, if he was taken out or murdered or something like this, it would not surprise me. These things happen all the time. All the time. They happen in first world countries, developed countries, why they wouldn't happen in developing or, you know, second or third world countries. It's it's it doesn't uh, it doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Right. The next thing is that Asian stocks and oil prices fell sharply today as inflation concerns mounted. Okay, that's the stock market. I can we can go on and on and extrapolate about the stock market all the time. Uh, With that being said, though, to add to that, what I also want to say is that there were allegedly very angry exchanges between U.S. and China diplomatic talks in Alaska. So, and the reason why I bring this up is because it was very, uh, there was a lot of tension there. I don't, like, wh- what What can we say at this point? Between COVID and the, the slaughtering of the of the Uyghurs, the genocide there, what can we say? We, we Can we expect to have, you know, peaceful relations? You know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't know what to, I don't know what to, to comment on, really. I mean, it, what, what did everyone think the meeting was going to be like? You know what I mean? And I'm saying that sarcastically, but I'm also saying that literally, because what did people think the meeting was going to be a, a very nice and peaceful meeting? Of course, it was going to be tension. And it seemed like in some areas in a very proper, and I say that with air quotes, it devolved into a uh, sort of political name calling session. But the next thing is that um, Pakistan army chief says it's time to bury the past with India. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I, I couldn't agree in terms of, you know, putting things behind behind you and all that. Like, look, another thing would be, you know, you guys could call me out and say, Dave, you know, you're a fan. You, you have uh, you've publicly voiced your opinion as being a, a loose fan of Israel and Israel hates the Palestinians and vice versa. So that's a bit hypocritical that you support a country. Um, that, you know, is continuing to not want anything to do with another set of humans. Meanwhile, you're okay with this. Look, there's certain things about Israel, and I'm, I'm basically trying to call myself out here just so I don't, just so I stay neutral. I try my best to. There's a lot of things with Israel I uh, agree with and a lot of things I don't. I know that, you know, the Israelis and the Palestinians, it's been a, a rage going on for thousands and thousands of years. There's deep-seated hatred to resolve, you know, these types of issues within a handful, a short period of time is highly, highly unlikely. It's been tried. I'm not saying it wouldn't work, but again, it, it's very difficult. So when I look at something like this, for example, when I look at, you know, the the uh, head of the army chief in Pakistan saying it's time to you know put our issues with India in the past. I I honestly think it's circumstance by circumstance. If you can do it, in my humble opinion, if you could put certain issues in the past and put it behind you, it's good to start fresh. Now let's be realistic though. How much of that is serious? How much of that is literal? Like you know intelligence agencies going in there covertly and still spying on them just as much as they did before. And the only thing that changes is you know on the public end. Right. So realistically, does anything really change? And I'm not I'm not I don't have the answer to that. That's the other thing, too. Right. It's not for me to tell you guys because I myself don't have the answer. The next thing is that there were um, uh, Paris is locking down after France fears a third wave. Now, just to be clear, I'm talking about Paris, not all of France. But um, I do have to say where I am in Toronto, uh, Canada, they are thinking about locking down again. Uh, They're seriously considering it, not just within the city of Toronto, but within the entire province of Ontario. Um, For those who don't know, a province is like a state in the U.S., except geographically and physically, it's much larger of a a location, Um, a much larger of of a spectrum of borders. We have, I think, I don't know, 
I think it's something like six or seven provinces. I don't even know how many we have in my own in the my own country that I live in. Whereas in the U.S., they have you know 50 states or what have you, right? So it, it's that kind of comparison. The the borderline on the provinces is, is much larger. So look. If Paris feels they got to lock down again, uh, there's people that are going to disagree with that. You can't please everybody. And again, assuming the vaccine is, is uh, sorry, the vaccine, the virus is as legitimate as they say. Look, I I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know in terms of all of this, which is why I, I cover it because it needs to be covered. And the reason why also I, I, I look at both angles is because I really don't know what to make of this. I feel like there's going to be a lot of things many years from now that are going to come out about the virus and the vaccine, both of them, that, we're, that we have no idea about right now. And that many doctors may know that are being kept secret or many doctors may not know. So I, I don't I don't know. Right. And in terms of Paris locking down, I mean, hey. If the people disagree, you're going to have the people that go out. I don't know what Paris's rules are in terms of, you know, uh, uh, fines and things like this, depending how strict the lockdown is. But uh, I'll tell you right now, in Toronto, Canada, they've strict strictened up a little bit when the lockdowns have occurred with police and all that giving out fines anywhere from, you know, 100 bucks all the way to $100,000, um, 100,000 Canadian dollars, which is probably like 95 grand USD. So not a big, big difference. Uh, so again, it, it depends on the enforcement too when the lockdown occurs as well, right? The next thing is that uh, Lamborghini, uh, I thought this would be interesting to bring up the company and the car company Lamborghini, uh, their profits have soared during COVID actually, which is pretty interesting. It seems like a lot of rich people have been doing well during the pandemic and uh, they all wanted to buy themselves some new Lamborghinis, I, I guess. And I'm not even trying to joke about that. I guess that's the case, right? Uh, assuming the numbers are correct and that the wealthier have done very well during this pandemic and all that, right? Um, the next thing is that Biden said, Biden called Putin a killer if I'm not mistaken, he said that before we know that he called him a thug during the debate against Trump and all that. Uh, and Putin then responded, and I quote, it takes one to know one. Like I said, he doesn't care. He really does not give a damn. You know what I mean? I don't know how, mu how often I could say this. This is all for headlines and clicks. You know what I mean? I don't know how much more often I can... Uh I can say that. Now, also, I do want to update after my update on Navalny from two or three days ago, and now has been confirmed, allegedly, that Navalny is now in a separate prison that is closer to Putin's personal residence, allegedly, uh, slightly outside of Moscow, if I'm not mistaken. And Navalny says it's basically like a torture camp in the sense that he's being filmed every minute, every second of the day. He is being woken up every hour um, by the guards. Uh, he cannot sleep for more than an hour consecutively, and he's also uh, being uh, monitored extremely closely when visitors come, and when the visitors arrive as well, there's also extreme monitoring. He's saying that there's tons of cameras to the point where, like, you don't even know if there's hidden cam, like, there's public cameras and there's hidden ones, and he's saying that you cannot get away with anything, you cannot speak about anything controversial without these cameras monitoring you, right? Like I said, guys, it's not for me to say if this is right or wrong, obviously any type of torture against a human is, um, is not good, but realistically, if we get down to the real level of it, like I said many times before, what did Navalny think if he was going to go back to Russia? What did he honestly think was going to happen? You know what I mean? If, as long as Putin is able to control the power in many different areas of that country and influence in many different ways, financially and politically, what did Navalny think? That the people were going to, like, you know, storm the, storm the Kremlin? You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm serious, and I'm saying that because, like, I'm not trying to compare it to what happened in the U.S., but what did Navalny honestly think was going to happen? 
And if I'm wrong or if I'm missing an angle on the story, please do tell me. I'd be more than happy to be to be corrected on this. But and the next thing is that uh, Spain has now legalized uh, euthanasia, citing the right to die in peace. So euthanasia is basically when it's like doctor assisted suicide. And I don't know the specifics if you have to be a certain age or what have you. I mean, look, it's very controversial. But if some people are in a lot of pain, I will give you now my humble opinion. If there are people young or old that have cancer or some type of sickness, very, very sadly, if they're in a lot of pain and suffering, and like, for example, I believe it is not legal here where I live, but I do agree that if someone wants to go and they sign the papers, they give their consent just because they're in too much pain. My humble opinion, and I know maybe a lot of you might not agree with me and money, maybe a lot of you will. My opinion is to let them pass because what's worse, them living in, in pain or them, you know, hopefully their soul resting uh, peacefully without getting too spiritual or what have you. Right. So. You know, it, it comes down to preference, but it's interesting to see that Spain did this. I would dare to argue it's, um, it, it's, in my opinion, again, it's I could be very wrong here, and there are a lot of disagreements about this, so in my opinion, it's a good thing. But, you know, again, it's just my opinion. Uh, the final thing is that House Democrats have now killed a resolution to get Representative Swalwell off of the Intelligence Committee. And Representative Swalwell is the uh, the Democrat congressman who was um, allegedly sleeping with a Chinese spy or a, uh, a woman who was an asset for Chinese intelligence. Now, can I be honest with you? I would dare to argue that this is a good thing to keep him on, on the Intelligence Committee, and I'll tell you why. When you're a spy... What you want to do is you don't want to out the person right away. You want, like if you're the U.S. now spying on the Chinese spy, you want to keep watching that person for as long as you can to collect data and information, which is why a lot of former CIA agents have said it's not like the movies. You know what I mean? It's not like in the movies where, for example, once they find out someone's a spy, they got to take them out right away. Instead, in real life, they follow them for days, weeks, months, sometimes years depending on how valuable that spy might be. So that spy is now being spied on, right? And now as long as there's nothing too crucial that is mentioned in those intelligence committee uh, meetings, it would actually be, I think, a much more strategical long-term um, intellectual decision and strategical decision to keep him on. Because now you can find out if he's even being, if he's, a, if he's uh, betraying the, the country and the oath that he swore as well. You know, instead of just, you know, uh, saying, OK, you're off the committee and you might lose your position as a congressman and we're going to take we're going to arrest this alleged spy and just see what they know. Because, again, sometimes torture really doesn't work. Right. So we'll see what um, I'm not saying that they would have tortured the spy, but I'm just saying that sometimes it's better to follow and see who they're in contact with, what they're doing, what information they're gathering. Right. That's a that's a part of counterintelligence. So um so yeah, that's about it for today, and we will catch you guys on Sunday for the, uh, the weekend roundup of the news. Cheers.